The good news is that you don't need to sit down and read the Bible from cover to cover in one massive chunk. All you need to do is read it one bit at a time. G'day everyone, my name is Mark Schroeder and welcome to Schroeder's Bible Bits. I'm a college chaplain and my job is to teach children and youth the wonderful truths that are found in God's Word, the Bible. I speak at chapels, at youth services, at church services, I teach at kids clubs and lunchtime Bible groups. Uh, At all of these places, I always teach from the Bible because I'm convinced that from the Bible, we get to learn about God and how He has loved us and how He has saved us through Jesus. Tune in and continue to learn about Jesus for yourself, not in one chunk, but bit by bit. G'day everyone, welcome to another episode of Schroeder's Bible Bits. This episode is a bonus one. Today is Reconciliation Day and at our school we had a special assembly to mark this day. A day where we remember that we need to be reconciled with one another and particularly we need to seek reconciliation when it comes to our relationship with our Indigenous neighbours here in Australia. Uh, I was asked to do a short 10-minute Bible talk on reconciliation, um, including some um, info in there about what the Bible says about reconciliation and how it motivates our reconciliation with others. So what you've got now is a recording um, from um, the the talk, the little devotion that I did um, at that assembly this morning. On the 17th of April, 1816, 206 years ago today, Under the orders from Governor Macquarie, Captain W.B.G. Shaw, Captain James Wallace and Lieutenant Charles Dorr of the 46th Regiment led expeditions against hostile natives in the Nepean, Hawkesbury and Gross Valleys and the Liverpool District. This included a raid on some local Darawal people just around the corner from us here in a place called Appen. 1am early in the morning, Dogs, horses and men set out. Captain Wallace writes that forming line ranks, he and his regiment pushed through the thick bush towards the cliffs. The natives, he wrote, fled. While orders were made to take prisoners and to spare women and children, regrettably, some had been shot and others tragically met their fate as they rushed desperately over the edges of nearby cliffs. As I understand it, they simply had nowhere else to go. After it all, 14 dead were counted. However, the true number will never be known because, as Wallace acknowledged, there was great difficulty in recovering those who had fled over the cliffs. This tragic event, which took place only just around the corner from our school in Appen, continues to impact Indigenous communities. Unfortunately, this event in history does not stand alone. There is much hurt and many people continue to walk in the shock of the past. It's because of this that reconciliation is essential. Simply, reconciliation is about seeking to acknowledge the wrongs of the past and to walk together to rebuild and to restore relationship today and into the future. Here at Broughton, we have a great opportunity to be partners in reconciliation with Indigenous Australians. In fact, the MacArthur region has the second highest population of Aboriginal people in New South Wales, a a population of approximately 10,000 people. Consider for a moment that many of these locals are still hurting due to the past. 
Many are still, therefore, out of relationship with other Australians. Many are still uncomfortable and feel unwelcome in their own home, in their own country. And so, reconciliation is needed. Relationship needs mending. And Reconciliation Day is a day for that. A day for love of our neighbour. A day to do to others what we would like to have done to us. A day to listen. A day to continue to walk together with respect upon God's land. But the question I want to consider for a very brief moment is, why would we? Of course, there is a basic human feeling that we get after hearing about a terrible situation or an event when we feel like something just must be done about this. And that is a good and a wonderful marker of the conscience that God has built into us. However, there is another reason too. A reason that does not simply come from my word, a politician's word, or even an indigenous elder's word. A reason we discover from God's word. Listen to Romans chapter 5, verses 8 and 10. Paul says, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Verse 10, For if while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? And also in 2 Corinthians five eighteen to 19, All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. The beautiful message from God and his word is that he has loved us and has worked for relationship with us again. Even while we were his enemies, Romans 5.10 says that God has worked to restore relationship with us again. He did this when he sent his son Jesus to die for us for the punishment for our sin. God's word teaches us that God has worked for reconciliation in us, for us. Our relationship with him has been mended and we can now walk in relationship with him again. So since we've been reconciled, so we ought to be motivated to share the news of reconciliation and practically model reconciliation in our relationships with others. In the context of today, that is Reconciliation Day, we should want to be partners in reconciliation with our Indigenous neighbours because God has reconciled with us. Due to the work of Jesus, we have a wonderful experience of reconciliation, one which we can now live out actually with each other. So knowing that God has brought reconciliation for you, Are you firstly living in a reconciled relationship with God? Have you responded to his work in restoring your relationship with him? Are you living in relationship with him? After all, God's love has been demonstrated to you and we have been reconciled to God. As always, here in our school, we encourage you to be in relationship with God, to live a life through Christ with God, because when we do, we are assured that our restored relationship with God will bring eternal relationship with God in heaven. But secondly, are you looking to be reconciled with your neighbour, including, of course, your Indigenous neighbour? This year, the theme for Reconciliation Day is Be Brave, Make Change. Here are four things that come to my mind as I consider 
ways that we could be brave and make a change and encourage reconciliation. Number one, acknowledge the challenges and differences in our history. This might mean possibly attending local remembrance days or local memorials. Here in the Campbelltown area, where the the Appen Massacre took place, there is a special remembrance day always set in April, held at Cataract Dam each year. Maybe it's time that you consider attending that day. Like Anzac Day, we remember these moments in history so that we can acknowledge the past, so that we can care for others today, and we can also make sure that we don't make the same errors into the future. Idea number two is think about how you can respect that you will be walking with people who could still be walking in the shock of the past. And so as you live out your life today, walk the road with care and compassion. Celebrate your shared humanity with humility. Remember that some people may still be mourning dark days from the past and so relationships might be tricky, so tread carefully. Practically, I do think that this will mean that we ought to listen and think more than we actually speak. Thirdly, seek to build relationships with others. Look up from your phone as you walk down the street. Take your earpods out of your ears and listen to others. Seek to acknowledge and to include each other in life, to make positive changes in our community for the well-being of others. Maybe even consider how you can link with local organisations to partner in providing well-being programs for local Indigenous people. Anglicare. The MacArthur Indigenous Church and the local Tharawal Aboriginal Corporation are three local organisations that you might be able to connect with to help you to build relationships with others. And fourthly, look for opportunities to share reconciliation stories. Stories of reconciliation, of course, between one person to another. So those times when you do make up in friendship with somebody, why not share that story rather than hide it? Expose how good it is to be reconciled to someone. But of course, look for opportunities to share stories of reconciliation between God and all people through the Lord Jesus Christ. Celebrate and champion these positive moments. Cherish these relationships. Be leaders in encouraging good relationships between God to people and people to people. Today, as you reflect on our Australian history and seek to be reconciled to others, remember the incredible reconciliation work of God when he loved us so much that he sent Jesus so as to restore our relationship with him. It's that reconciliation which will motivate the way that you are working at being reconciled with others around you. Let's pray. This prayer is a reconciliation prayer And it was prepared by the Indigenous Theology Working Group, the 13th of March, 1997. Holy Father, God of love, you are the creator of this land and of all good things. We acknowledge the pain and shame of our history and the suffering of our peoples, and we ask for your forgiveness. We thank you for the survival of Indigenous cultures. Our hope is in you because you gave your son Jesus to reconcile the world to you. We pray for your strength and grace to forgive, accept and love one another as you have loved us and forgave and accept us in the sacrifice of your son. 
Give us the courage to accept the realities of our history so that we may build a better future for our nation. Teach us to respect all cultures. Teach us to care for our land and waters. Help us to care justly for the resources of this land. Help us to bring about spiritual and social change to improve the quality of life for all groups in our communities, especially the disadvantaged. Help young people to find true dignity and self-esteem by your spirit. May your power and love be the foundations on which we build our families, our communities and our nation. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening, everyone. You can get in contact with me via Twitter at MRKSchroeder or on the Anchor app, you can actually leave a voice message. I'd love you to do that and I might include it in the next podcast. Catch you later.